What's up, you amazing soul warriors? You welcome to this first, the deeper truth healing hour with me, Reverend LC. I missed you all so much that I could barely stay away for one week, but I think this is something new that I can do whenever I feel led and, and feel like there's just a message on my heart. I'm still working hard on the next season of Recovery Soul Food. So make sure that if you're interested in being a guest or if you have a show or a speaking thing that you would like me to do in your groups, take a look at the description. The um the instructions for how to get in touch with me about all of that is in the description. I know a lot of folks don't read the descriptions. Hey, I'm guilty of it myself. But if you're looking for that or you think you'd make an amazing guest on next season's Recovery Soul Food or you have show and topic ideas, then do what's in the description and get in touch with me. Let me know what's up. I want to say this to you right now as we start this thing out. Stop chasing happiness and finding your purpose. You're likely going to miss it in the pursuit. There is a reason we are called human beings and not human doings. And we're going to talk about how <laughs> to find happiness that's already present within us. We're going to talk about why we, we find a need to, we had this this burning desire to chase happiness and to find our purpose. We're going to talk about why that is. We're going to talk about how to uh, achieve true inner peace and happiness. And we're also going to talk about the difference between the ego's doing and divinity's being. So if any of this stuff resonates with you, then guess what? You're in the right place. And I'm grateful to be here with you. So welcome to this first ever The Deeper Truth Healing Hour with me, Reverend LC, and the beautiful and amazing you. If you're ready, I'm ready. So let's get into this. What is going on, you beautiful souls, you? We are all guilty of chasing happiness. And we in the recovery community are especially, especially all about finding our purpose. I, I'm guilty of the same things, you know? That's that, that's that, that what we've been taught to, to do more, be more, be on the grind, get on your hustle, find your truth. Find your passion, find this, do that, gain stuff, and you will be happy. And what we are finding out, especially in the last couple of years as a collective humanity in or out of addiction recovery or, you know, spiritual healing, we have found out that there's no way to gain the happiness that we've been told to seek. If we do find happiness in the doing, it's very temporary. And then we're on to the next thing. The thing that I want to explain about all of that is the fact that divinity is, is about being. Divinity says that you already have inside of you what it is that you're seeking on the outside of you. But ego says, do more, get more, and then you can be happy. If I have what society says I should have, then I'll be seen and then I'll be happy. So in the pursuit, we are running after things because or things, people, um, achievements, goals, dreams. We're running after things because there's a part of us that feels lack or that we will be accepted if we achieve these things. And again, we're finding out that this is not true because it's an endless pursuit. It, it reminds me of all of the times that I did my best to get clean and sober. 
I thought if I put down the drugs, then that's going to be what produces happiness. I'll get my life together. Everything will fall in place and I'll be happy. And it was this endless chase for, for the next moment of staying clean. It was this endless, this endless, just marathon of running from relapse, just constantly looking over my shoulder. What's going to be that next thing that's going to lead me back into that, that, that pit that makes me feel so terrible about myself, that, that, that makes me feel so guilty and shameful. Who will I hurt? I'm only ever barely outrunning this. And the moment that I stepped into recovery, I stepped in because I knew that that whole back and forth game had to stop. It was creating such turmoil in me that if the drugs didn't kill me, I was going to honestly kill myself just from the constant pursuit and the chase whether I was being chased by relapse or I was chasing clean and sober. Now, yes, let's get this one thing straight. There is this moment of, of time where we do have to surrender to the fact that everything we've tried in the past and whatever maybe we're trying right now just hasn't worked and it's still not working. And we have to surrender to the fact that we are at the end of our knowledge of what to do next. And we have to be in that place of surrender in order to begin to gain the skills it takes to stay in this fight. And in the very new recovery, it is very much a fight and a battle. Because what we're basically battling is our old coping mechanisms. Our old perceptions of the world, our old perceptions of ourselves, and it takes time and, and, and honestly, a lot of work to begin to change those things. And that's a different type of doing than what we're talking about tonight when we're talking about chasing happiness and finding your purpose. Number one, we've got many purposes in this life. If we only had one purpose then we would probably get rather bored rather quickly because we as human beings are made to be in a continuous state of growth and evolution. And with that comes change. And so your purpose, one of your purposes today may not be your same purpose three years from now, but it doesn't mean that the purpose that you are fulfilling today is not still vital to your absolute evolution and growth. And, and, it, and, and it's the ego that makes us see things in black or white. Well, if I don't feel like this is my purpose anymore, then something's wrong with me. I thought I had found my purpose. And all of a sudden it starts to create this anxiety and this need and this new feeling of lack within us. So we start chasing something else. <clears throat> And I'm not saying for us not to have dreams and not to have goals. Let's talk about some specific differences and, and what it all means. You know, in, in talking about chasing happiness and purpose, this equals a separation from our true divine selves. You know, and a lot of what we have been taught about, you know, through religion and, and different things is that we are separate from God, the God of your understanding, whatever that means to you. And please put your own word and belief system in there. Okay. We can't put so much stock on names and what we call things and definitions. You know, I've been in that trap so many times in my life that it has caused me great anxiety. And, and that again, that egoic, everything's black or white. If I like this, I can't like that. If I believe in this, I can't believe in that. And it just becomes so big that it becomes overwhelming. But what we know is that if divinity is outside of us and we're separate from that, 
then therein lies the, the chasing part. I must find, I must seek and find my truth. I must seek and find my purpose. When in fact, all of that already lives within. And like I said in the beginning of, of this Deeper Truth episode, I said in the beginning, often when we are in pursuit, we actually miss that true happiness, that true sense of purpose. Because we're so focused on the doing. You know, often if we're driving a car at 60 miles an hour, the scenery goes by really, really quick. But if we slow down, we can see things along the way that we could not have seen before. So if we're always running and we're always chasing, then we are more than likely going to miss some of the doors of opportunity and the beauty that already lives within our world. Because in the egoic chase, we forget to be in our world right now. We forget to find the gratitude that lives within our lives. So my wife and I are wanting to, we are in the process of buying a home. And it, it, it occurred to me the other day when I started feeling that, that egoic pull to, oh my gosh, we got to hurry up and get the deposit right. Because, you know, we don't want someone else to get this home that we feel is so much ours. And it dawned on me in that moment that I had to stop and look around at where we are. And I had to realize that exactly where we are today, all the way down to the layout of where we live right now, was at one time a very, a, a, a very significant dream that I had for us. But in that constant sense of got to keep moving, got to keep, you know, validating, got to keep getting I have found myself forgetting to be extremely grateful for the fact that I had already achieved a goal. And that's one of my biggest things. I, I get in that so quickly that I have to be very mindful and very aware to slow myself down and remember where I am and spend some time being truly grateful for where I am. In that old perception, it's easy for us to start staring at all the things that aren't quite right, that aren't exactly like the dream, that aren't exactly like we want them, versus building up that energy of abundance that brings more abundance towards us by being truly grateful and in awe of our lives. How many times for those of us in recovery, and especially some long-term recovery, I want to hear from some long-term recovery warriors out there. How many times <clears throat> do we get caught up in the next pursuit and forget to look at how far we've come? How many how many moments do we spend aggravated with our current circumstances and, and still think everything's not right in our lives, that we still have so much more to do and, and so, so much farther to go and fail to look at how far we've come and just spend a moment in that? You know, if you want to build, uh, if you want to build a higher vibration, and if you've followed this, you know, if you've followed any of my recovery platforms for very long, you know your vibe attracts your tribe. You know your vibe attracts your situation. So whatever vibration that you're in, you know what we're talking about when we say vibration. I don't have to go back and explain that to you. But in order to, 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 to build a higher vibration, so that you attract higher vibrating energies back to you. You have to take these moments to spend some time grateful for how far you've already come. Sometimes we got to take our eyes off the top of the mountain 
and honestly look at how far up we are. Turn around and look and realize that on day one, when you started this climb, that there's no way you could even imagine getting to day 30, to day two, to year one, to year five, to wherever you are today. You could not imagine it in that moment. And there are going to be times now when what you're thinking about is so much bigger than you can imagine. But versus letting yourself get in there and get overwhelmed and start letting that ego talk to you about fear, you know, because it's always easier to quit. Let's just be honest. It's easier to quit. It's easier to sit down in the moment. But in the long run, how many things in your life already did you go ahead and quit or sit down and get overwhelmed and, and just stop, you know, moving into because it was easy in the moment? How many of those things have been regrets that you've had to work through? Because if you're doing your healing work, remember, guilt has no glory and regrets can't live. Regrets actually become wisdom on what I would like to not repeat again. So we have to find a way to be become aware of ourselves and where we truly are. And especially when we start to get overwhelmed. And I'll tell you, one of the exercises I use when I am, when I'm looking into or feeling into passions or dreams or pursuits, when I'm using my intuition, or even when I'm questioning is this intuition or is this just me, right? When I'm doing that, I start to ask myself about those things, those people, those situations, those dreams, those goals, whatever it is. I begin to ask myself, if that never occurs, am I okay? Because if the answer is no, then I know that I'm coming at something because there, I feel like there's a lack in me. We do that a lot in early recovery whenever we want and we need people to see us in recovery. When we want the entire family to stand up and give us the round of applause and, uh, you know, the Golden Globes for getting through recovery. When we need them so desperately to see us that it can completely throw us off if they don't, it's because there is a sense of lack within us and we have to learn how to be seen by ourselves and we have to learn to be okay if they never acknowledge the work we do. And you can put that into any situation in your life. So am I wanting this house because I need people to see that I can buy a house? These are the questions I ask myself when I'm searching my heart. Do I need this house so that I can feel like a better provider for my wife? Do I need this house so that I can feel more fulfilled myself? or? Do I feel like this is the, the, the next place of growth for us? Do I feel like I just want to share this space with, with my wife and that I want to have this as just a place for us to, to grow? Am I okay if this doesn't happen? And a lot of times the uncomfortableness will start to, to creep in. You'll know intuitively which one of those, those things are right because you will feel that. I always say that, that you, generally an intuitive yes, I feel in my heart. And an egoic yes, I feel, you know, kind of deep in the pit of my gut. And walking into that home that day, both my wife and I felt that intuitive yes within our hearts. Now, does it make total sense that we buy a house right now with the interest rates and prices really high? 
being predicted that we're going to go into a recession at the end part of this year and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just starting a business this year and all of those things. No, it makes no sense. But that's not how faith works. And we will know when we're supposed to step forward. If we operate in out of fear, we will be afraid that we will miss the mark. And fear will always, always put blinders on and stop you from seeing the doors of opportunity. So how do we become okay in the now with where we are? We do that by getting intent, by being intentional, by being intentional about being grateful in the moment, by spending five minutes with ourselves a couple times a day to just stop and be focused upon how far we've come, the good that's already present within our lives. You know, not look for the connections in your life, even if it's just one connection with another human being that brings you joy, that brings you peace. Now, the temptation is going to be to find all the people, you know, because the, the, the scales of, you know, justice are, are often going to be tipped one way or the other. But the greatest point to make right here is that decision on which one is which way it's going to be tipped is up to you. You get to decide what you're going to focus upon. Sure, you may not be where you want to be, but I bet you're not where you were. Even if you found yourself in a relapse right now, I bet you're not where you were, where you were, because you have gained some very vital tools and information you've gained and you have the ability to reach out for inspiration in your life. So you know what? You're not the same. And it's really about getting super focused on those places in your life right now because the the searching for purpose comes straight from a spirit of fear and lack if you're afraid that that purpose is going to pass you by understand and know that that is not a divine purpose you are a human being you are not a human doing and the likelihood that you're going to pass right by that window of purpose is pretty doggone high. So when you start to feel that fear, like you're missing out on purpose or you're missing out on some things, that's when you can say, aha, ah, I remember the deeper truth hour with Reverend LC. And this is the moment that I need to stop and remind myself that I am okay. That I am walking in my purpose right now because my purpose is to heal this right now and to begin to change my life because no life change, no lasting change has ever happened in a moment. You may have had an aha moment, but there have been little things that have led up to a lot of that. And any work we've put in, in the space of addiction recovery or, or even achieving goals, anything we've ever achieved has come from these small little steps. So understand that every time you realize you're in that place of fear, you're in that place of lack and you stop right there and you take a moment to spend some time in gratitude, you're changing your life. You are changing the trajectory of your entire future. You're changing the trajectory of your family's future. You may be the one that is just supposed to heal all of this stuff in you so that the generational line of this trauma will not repeat with you. That is more than likely more of a purpose than learning how to be 
a, a, a famous speaker or a, a tremendous best-selling author or whatever it is that 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 you feel pulled to. And remember, whatever that is that you feel pulled to, person, place, or thing, idea, dream, or goal, ask yourself those questions. If this never happens the way I think it should, if I never achieve this, will I be okay anyway? And if the moment that you start taking that time to be grateful for where you are, you're making tiny shifts to the point where you will be able to say, yes, I will be okay. And I'm going to tell you what, that's when all of the things and the people and the situations that you want to show up will begin to show up in your life. You will not have to be out there doing more. You will be right there being more and you will be amazed at what begins to show up. And as you start really, really getting intentional about taking time to be with you and your truth in your life, you're going to start to see every little, every little happening is going to be like this big thing. When I met my friend Pamela, I was in a place where I could not really tell what my, what type of how I was vibing out in the world. I couldn't necessarily tell my energy. Because there were some people in my life that I was just no longer able to, to be at peace in their presence. And I was very scared. I started thinking something was wrong with me. And through all of that, this amazing human being comes into my life. And all of a sudden, I could see the difference and I could feel the difference in spending time in this person's energy versus these energies. Now, don't get me wrong. These were not bad people. There was just, I had been doing work on healing. And I had become, you know, a, a different energy within myself. And so the more authentic I became, the more authentically I started attracting other authentic people. And through Pamela, I've gotten to make this just amazing connection with Chip, her husband. And I love this human being. And I love these people. And I think even if I were sitting in their physical presence, I don't think I could even love them more because I appreciate their authenticity. So when you start to begin, a lot of times we won't really recognize the results of all the work that we're doing or all of that. And I hate to use the word work because work equals do. But when the healing that we're doing, sometimes we won't be in a situation where we can recognize it. But when that certain happening comes in, when you start feeling led away from people in your life, we don't have to stay in there until something huge happens and we have this big fallout and this big drama and, and all of that. When you begin to intuitively feel that this is no longer my path, this is no longer the, the, the way I should go, then just begin to naturally begin to just let it naturally go with a blessing. Bless the people that have been in your life. Good, bad, ugly. Bless them all. We don't have to do that egoic thing where we got to pick a side. This person's evil, so I cannot talk to you anymore. Now I'm going to go here. We don't have to do that. We can bless every situation in our life. We can bless every person. We can take away the wisdom of all that that has taught you. 
You know, I take wisdom from every one of the relationships I've been in, especially the ones that prove to be highly abusive. As you begin to heal, you start becoming extremely strong in your own foundation and you will be amazed at, at who you become. And happiness grows from within you because you were born with a seed of divine happiness within you. That happiness is not outside of you. The only way to find true, real, authentic happiness is to nurture the seed that is within you. Now, sometimes we got to clean up the weeds. Sometimes we got to clean up the soil because we've, we, we've got a lot of ideas that have been programmed into us. We've, we've listened to a lot of the wrong things. We've had a lot of old belief systems put in there. And maybe they're choking out the growth of that happiness. But if you will begin to start getting intentional and become aware of how you're moving throughout your day, if you will begin, and trust me, you'll get, you'll get quicker and quicker at this. When you start to realize where you are, where your minds kind of run off, where it starts telling you, well, you didn't achieve that. And, and we got to hurry up and find our purpose. And, and, and we got we to gotta get happy. We got to find happiness. The pursuit of happiness. It's, it, 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 it. It's been told to us that we're supposed to be on a pursuit of happiness. When in fact, we just got to unload all the bullshit that's covering it up. Because true divine happiness already lives within us. But it's up to us to begin to recognize it and notice it. And I promise you, when you do, your purpose will chase you down. It will hold you down. It will come at you from every direction. What is meant for you will always find you. You do not have to be afraid that your purpose is going to pass you by. The only way that anything like that will pass you by is if you make a conscious decision out of fear that you are not going to step forward. And we have all had a situation where we have felt intuitively like we should have made a move. If you've ever sat in a jail cell, you know that somewhere before then, you knew your ass should have gotten out of there. I know I'm not the only one. And so if we will feel that and we will make a move when we just absolutely feel intuitively from the heart, from the gut combined together and we will move with that and we will trust, we will be amazed at the way that divinity will just open up the path to us. But we're not going to get there trying to chase things, chase people, pursue happiness. And it honestly, I don't really care where you are in your life. I don't care if you're smack dab in the middle of a relapse. I don't care if you've never stepped into recovery. I don't care if you happen to be homeless right now and you have just somehow caught this video on someone's cell phone or whatever. There is happiness to be had where you are. And I've been in all of those places. And I've had to be intentional about recognizing. And it wasn't easy. And everything in me wanted to revolt. I wanted to only see the problems. When we are in victim consciousness, we cannot see outside of victim consciousness. But as still, if we're even starting to begin to become aware of a statement like victim consciousness, you're on your way to stepping in 
to the power of your own happiness and your own purpose. So let me say some hellos because there are some amazing people in this chat room that I can see right now and I haven't said any hellos and I want to look and see. And hey, while I'm saying my hellos, if you got questions about this, if you've got a statement about this, if you've got a challenge about this, put it in the chat. Let's talk about it. This is the Deeper Truth Healing Hour and it ain't just about me telling you what my experience is. Tell me your experience. I want to hear from you. What's up, Lisa Goldberg, Trina Rush? It's so good to see you. Pamela Topchin, oh, my soul sister. Let me see. Ginger Edmonds, thank you for being here. Gypsy, what's up? Thank you so much for being here and in this room. And I hope I don't. Joshua Saunders, always just an amazing supporter, always sharing things out. Man, I appreciate you more than you even know. My friend, Chip Chrissy, that's a one percenter right there. And Chrissy knows exactly what I'm talking about. That Chrissy is a beautiful human being. And I know you all know Chrissy. Chrissy is a legend here in this recovery community, a beautiful soul. Alicia Lee, this is for you, babe. I know, I know, I know that you resonate with all of this. What's up, Chip Dip? What's up, Arkansas? Janine Richards, it is great to see you as well. Sarah Jane, my sister from a whole nother continent. I love you. Thank you for being here. Beatrice Martinez, what's up? Hi, thanks so much. And if there's anyone else here that I didn't call out, just know StreamYard only shows me so many and we're on different platforms. I will definitely get to any comments that I may have missed. Um, <clears throat> so look, every person that I've called out here today, you've got amazing, you've got amazing happenings within your life. There is gratitude to be had within your world, even if it seems to be falling apart. Often things fall apart to fall together. It's hard to see in the moment. It's hard to experience in the moment. We are so taught that 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 we're taught almost that bad things aren't supposed to happen. But it really is about what we decide, what we give the label of bad and good to, because we can grow through everything, everything we've ever experienced, everything we will experience can be a powerful, life changing and life enhancing opportunity in every moment. We are given an opportunity in every opposition. We are given an opportunity. What we focus on grows. So if we sit and pick out all the way, see, we're already doing these exercises that I'm even giving you. We're already doing it because if we're focusing in on all the ways life isn't right for me, on all the ways I'm failing, on all the ways I'm not living up to my goals, on all the ways that my family is not recognizing me or, you know, whatever it is. If we're already doing that, then we're already being intentional. We just got to change what we're intentional about. You know, the tagline for everything I do is get up from your give up and create a life you love. And that comes from within because that is your choice. How you're going to go through the current opposition or whatever opposition may come. Because we as a collective, we as a human collective are going to see many changes throughout this year. We are going to see many changes continue. And to some people, they are going to be catastrophic. To some people, it is going to be the end of the world. But I want you to look back at every generation. There have been doomsday preppers and people spreading terrible, the world is ending news for as far back as we can study history. You know, how are you going to focus 
on moving through the changes that we as a collective humanity are going through. Are you going to give all your power over to the fear that is that is coming through your phone, your tablets, your computers, your television, your cable, whatever it is? <clears throat> what are you going, where are you going to choose to place your power, your intention, and your attention? Are you going to continue to, to be the one that complains about how bad the world is and about how far we've we've gone and 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 how kids are ruined and and how we're you know the world's ruining us? Are you going to continue to to give it there? Are you going to do what you know how to do, which is how can I survive and thrive through this? And when you just ask those questions, I promise you answers will begin to show up. If you start asking the questions, why me? Why do bad things keep happening to me? I guarantee you that answers are going to show up in the form of more bad things. Because what we focus on, what we give our attention and intention to has to grow. Not because the world is out to get us. Or divinity is bad. Or divinity just hates us. But because that is the energetic law. What we put out comes back. We all have heard something about karma. And you know there's many debates on what that actually means. We've Most of us all at, at this point have been saturated with the law of attraction. But there are also many other laws past the law of attraction. But. If you know none of them, at least you know that what you put out comes back. And that's in everything. If you're negative Nancy, and I'm sorry already if your name's Nancy. But if you're negative Nancy every day, then what do you expect? You may not even see positive Patty come in the door. You may miss her altogether. You may hate her guts when she walks in. Because you've trained your nervous system to, to honestly get dopamine hits by negativity. And you, in the same right, you can train your nervous system to have dopamine hits from positivity. Dopamine's not bad. And, and, and getting dopamine hits is actually necessary in life. You know, oh, Trina's got some stuff. Let me read Trina. I feel like I've just worked and worked and worked because it's honestly what it feels like sometimes when I feel like even if they do see it's never enough for them. But you're right. It is enough for me and it's enough for God. And he knows my heart. And yes, my friend, it is amazing to see you and hear this message. You are absolutely right, Trina. We've all been through that. We just want to be seen. You know, we're born. We are We are one of the only creatures on earth that is truly helpless when we're born. Because in my belief, we're meant for human connection. And that doesn't always go well for some of us. A lot of us don't get that connection that, you know, inherently we were designed to, to have. And some of us get it and, and somewhere it breaks down later on in life. You know, we are born helpless. And so there's something within us that always wants the people that are supposed to care about us, are supposed to see us, are supposed to give us that, you know, that attaboy, that you're doing great. There won't be something in us that inherently feels like we need that. And if we can continue to chase after things, it comes, becomes toxic when we continue to chase after that person. And generally, they say it's, it's the person that, that was absent. You know, like for me, I was always chasing the approval of my father. I wanted my father to see me as his child because he was non-existent in my early life. 
you know, I didn't get the chance to know him until later and he had given me up for adoption. And so there were a lot of things there that made him, made me need him to see me. And it was very easy for him when it got too, too hard for him, for him to turn his back on me. And that was devastating because that was the parent that I wanted to see me the most. And then when my mom had kind of become absentee, as I got older and, and started being into recovery, I needed her to see that I was on the right track. I needed that validation. And when we put so much power in the hands of other people to give us what we need, when we do that, there's no way we can't be disappointed. There is absolutely no way because the majority of the time we don't have vulnerable conversations with folks that say, hey, listen, the reason I need for you to see that I'm in recovery is because you don't realize how much it will help me be strong every moment that I'm fighting because they're not in the same fight. They're not in the same battle. And so it's the same in relationships. When we give someone else the power of our happiness, it means ultimately if they can make us happy, they can break our happy. And then that leaves us once again in a place of a victim and it leaves us with no power. And so we're just moving along, needing to be validated by the outside world. And that is a very vulnerable and scary place to be. Because again, they can make your happy they can break your happy. But through a process of, of slowly starting to really give yourself that validation, then you start to realize that your happiness belongs to you. And then your relationships can become healthier as a whole because you're not waiting on someone else to do something to make you happy, to make you feel whole. It almost just becomes a bonus at that point. If they do see me, it's just a bonus at this point, because whether they do or not, I'm damn proud of me. I brought myself back from death. I have stayed in the fight. I didn't give up. I almost, there's been times that I've teetered on the edge. And maybe there still will be. I don't know. But I know how to come back home. I know whose validation I need the most. And that's mine and my divine self. Each one of us. And please hear this. You've heard me say it before. I need you to hear me say it again. Each one of us are divine expressions of a creator in human form. Meaning you are not separate from divinity, regardless of what you've been taught. And when you know that, when you truly know that, then those things that look like they are limitations to you can fall away. Because would you say they are limitations to God? Does God have limitations? In whatever form or fashion that your belief system is, is that creator, does that creator have limitations? And the answer would be no. So neither do you. The limitations that you feel or, or that you're filtering your vision through are, are, are man-made. They're trauma-made. They're regret-made. They're guilt-made. They're fear-made. You are a limitless divine expression of the ultimate creator. And just as a tree grows and a flower grows to everything, to, to its full potential, when in nature, you too can grow to your full potential just by realizing who and what you are. And I pray that that's what you do.
I pray that you do that. I pray that you spend time getting excited about who you are as a creation. I hope you get excited and I hope you take down that veil of being all the things that you think society needs you to be for them to be happy and stop denying yourself what you know it means for you to be happy. One happy human radiates out more positive energy than, than we can even measure. And that's how humanity as a whole begins to change by each one of us knowing who we are. My good friend and, and, and soul brother in the world, Martin John Garcia says, what are you recovering to? And his podcast and his platform is called Recover Yourself, meaning you've not gone anywhere. Your true nature has just been covered up by the need to fit in or the need to be accepted. But there is something special about you. Something only you are here to be. And I just want to see each and every one of you be that in the world because that's the kind of world I want to live in. The kind of world where everyone gets to be exactly who they were designed to be by something so much bigger than us. And once you start to believe and accept yourself for right where you are and, and really become enveloped in that, you will, you will be amazed that, that people, the ones that can accept you will just start, just start moving away from you. And in their place, people that really see you come into your life and you just feel so free these burdens of pleasing everybody are so heavy and they start just falling off of you. And I'm so grateful for you. Let me tell you, I really am grateful for each and every one of you. I'm so grateful that, that, that you all are moving into your own healing and how that looks and what that looks like for you and, and what you're doing in your family. And I hope that in this coming up week, you will take the time to <clears throat> realize when you're in that place of pursuit and remind yourself that you're a human being and that you will take the time to really get intentional about just who you are, how amazing you already are, how, how much you have come through, how far you've come. If you've got 30 minutes in this recovery lifestyle, that's 30 minutes. And that's a big deal. Even if you don't get the next 30 minutes, don't forget that 30 minutes you got. Draw power from that. Begin to change that. You're going to change that victim consciousness. Remember, you're in control of your filters. When I go back to look at your comments, I sometimes used to wonder, why can't I see all the comments? Why can't I see all the comments? And it's because there was a filter. There's a default filter. And only I can go in and change that default filter. Not so I see the newest comments. Not so I see the comments that were sent with stars. I want to see all the comments. And so change your default filters. Learn how to see your life for the beauty that it is. The purpose will find you. You won't miss it. I promise. And happiness is a seed that came with you here. So it's within you. And I love you. Love you. Love you. Hey, Mary Huffman, you are absolutely right. Like shedding skin that no longer fits. Amen. Amen. It's so true. Mm, the freedom we feel when we truly embrace ourselves. And stop with all the pressure that the world puts on us. Mm, mm, mm. 
Yes, I love that, Trina. Hashtag I love you is an amazing hashtag. Let's all just make a pact to include that hashtag and everything we put out through social media this week. Hashtag I love you. Let's help people feel loved. There are going to be people that we run into on a daily basis that maybe no one's ever told them that they are loved. Maybe they have no idea. And if you run across someone that's in that space, there's purpose showing right up at your door. Now, fear will tell you, oh, I don't want to bother them. Oh, I shouldn't say anything. Oh, who knows? I don't know how they'll take it. That's the only way that we can miss purpose is to actively turn away from what we feel led to do. So I challenge you, you feel led to do it, do it. Don't let fear talk you out of it. And if it does, learn from that. Be intentional about it and look for it again. It'll always show back up. I love you all. Mm. Hey, if during Christmas you all did not pick up my good friend Pamela Topchian's book, I didn't come this far to only come this far. Well, then guess what? You can still get it just by going to Amazon.com and either typing in Pamela M. Topchian or you can put the whole title in there. But Pamela has some amazing art journals, original art and journals. And, and I just love all the creative amazing stuff that pamela puts out so make sure you go to amazon type in pamela Topchian and go see everything that she has to offer and i did want to bring you guys bring your attention back to these books by my friend craig lewis gregorio lewis you can find these amazing guides if you're kind of a worker like i love worksheets you know i guess i'm a geek i love worksheets and i love healing and i love mental health and i love wellness and these were Books really are just really, really awesome to start doing some things. And so he's got this Craig Lewis's Guide to Surviving the Impossible, the original peer support, recovery, and coping skills workbook and curriculum. And that's for everybody, not just somebody in peer support. Also, if you're the family member of somebody who is in recovery or maybe still in active addiction, um, substance use. This is also a great book to just kind of, you know, help understand some things, you know, sometimes we don't have the same experiences as everybody else. And this is one of my favorites right here, Better Days, a mental health recovery workbook. And you guys can get that at sanityisafulltimejob.com. And I've got a podcast that I did with, um, with Gregorio Lewis that's, you know, I, I'm having to do some work on because I had some technical issues, but I'm going to put it out too. Um, but yeah, like, you know, you talk about an inspiration story, you talk about surviving the impossible, you know, get to know Craig Lewis and get to know his story. He's got an amazing, amazing story. And also, as always, just for being here, for being a watcher of the Deeper Truth Recovery Hour, Healing Hour, and Recovery Soul Food, you can get with Pamela Topchian and HypnoBreakthrough.com. You can mention that you are a listener here and get a full free session of hypnotherapy. And that means you get not only the free consultation and the consultation session, but then a full free session of hypnotherapy with one of the most amazing healers on the planet, Pamela Topchian, for free, just by being a part of us here. So make sure you get with her, www.hypnobreakthrough.com, and mention you saw us here. And I'm so grateful that you guys spent some time with me tonight. I hope this has blessed your heart, and I hope that it will help enhance your life. And until the next Deeper Truth Healing Hour with me, Reverend LC, I'm so grateful for y'all. You are amazing. You are loved and doggone it. People like you, especially me. So y'all have an amazing week and know that you are loved. You can get up from your give up and you can create a life you love. I know because I have. All right. Until next time. Bye.